0: Mason Hill.
1: Mr. Cole Henderson. How are you? I'm doing swell. How are you, man? I'm doing really, really good. Um, we're a couple weeks into school. How's it going for you?
0: Hey, it's going well. Finished the first week today. Okay, so it's all good. I'm passing all my classes.
1: Okay. What about you? Um, it's going. Uh, it's going. Just a lot of work. If you ever see me at school, I'll probably be in a study room. That's about all I do now. Um, but it's good. I really enjoy all my classes. I feel like hopefully I'm learning a lot. Um, so is What's what your is your favorite class? Uh, I'm in a really cool class called Christianity and the Natural Sciences. Um, yeah. And so I really, really enjoy it. Uh, it's pretty cool. My professor is the GOAT, His name is Dr. Jason Roberts. If you guys go to UGA and you ever get to sign up for a class taught by him highly recommend it what about you what's your favorite
0: uh i love my christian apologetics class because it makes me think really hard about life
1: so are you smarter than robbie zacharias now i am not but maybe we'll get there tbd hey i like the sound of that ask me again at the end of the semester all right deal (laughs) okay deal so to, on today's episode uh we don't have an interview or anything um but we're just gonna be talking about some content uh that cole and i are liking right now we're gonna be talking about some of our favorite books and then if you stick around till the end um we're gonna try to answer a few questions uh that you guys have but as always it is a q and r not a Q&A. Uh we don't have the answers to everything but we're gonna give you our our opinion on them so Cole, do you want to start us out?
0: Sure thing. Um, so I'm going to start off with my favorite book. All right, yes. My favorite book is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. 10 out you, of 10. When did you
1: finish it? When did you read it?
0: Uh, probably over like uh, quarantine, like March. So when they all started happening, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to read so many books. And I read like three
1: books. So... <laughs> Hey, that's good. That what was your like? What's your favorite part about it? Uh, about it? Why'd you like it? All that stuff. <sighs> well, wow. um, it just
0: like really. I mean, this is gonna be basic. It just helped me slow down in life. Really it made me take a step back, look at how I was living life, and what aspects I needed to focus on. Um, mm-hmm. How to be more like intentional in certain areas of my life, mm-hmm. and not overcommitting myself. Mm-hmm. So he was like.
1: Have- well, he talks about a couple of disciplines in that book. Have you, like, tried to do any of them? Like, do you practice Sabbath or anything like that? Oh, I've practiced
0: Sabbath always. Every Sunday, man. Okay, King. Go off.
1: <laughs>
0: um, tell me your favorite book, man. Or book recommendation, not favorite book.
1: Um, well, I just finished Goliath Maswal. That's a pretty good book. I would recommend you guys read that. But my favorite book I've read in a long time, uh, it's called Hearing God by Nathan Finocchio. Um, he's, I don't know if any of you guys have heard of, he started an organization called Theos University. Um, so if anybody's trying to be a little bit of an internet theologian, I would highly recommend checking out TheosU. He's got a lot of really good content. He's got awesome theology, um, super smart, really weird dude, but he's awesome. And it's its a great book. This super practical i really enjoyed it that's awesome that's awesome give me some takeaways yeah. from that um well i feel like there's a connotation especially in the christian community whenever it's like oh i heard from god uh that's like that meaning is a whole lot different than saying oh i heard from cole do you know what i mean because if i hear mm-hmm. from cole then I like i audibly heard cole speak to me and I would say 90% of the time, whenever somebody says I heard from God, they did not audibly hear God's voice. Yeah. Uh, and if they are audibly hearing it, then I need to sign up to listen to a podcast from them because that does not happen to me. Um, and so he talks about practically what does hearing God look like? Um, uh, and really it comes from community, comes from nature. Um, and so he just talks about some practical ways, uh, to do that. And I really, really enjoyed mm. it. Definitely check That's it out awesome. guys. Yeah. That's awesome. Any other books just quick? We don't have to like go in depth, but are there any other you love right now? Of course.
0: Well, I mean, number one on my all time list is Know What You're For by Jeff Henderson. Awesome. Um, if, <laughs> you haven't, if you haven't checked it out, please go buy it. It's a great book. Shameless plug. Hey, no shame here. Maybe we'll have the guy on one day. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> if we can get in contact. Maybe. What about
1: you? Anything else? Uh, I'm not finished with it yet, but I'm reading a book right now called The Territories of Science and Religion. Um, and so in our very first episode, we kind of talked about, um, creationism and evolution and that strange dichotomy. And we're going to talk about it a little bit later as well. Um, but this book really goes in depth on the roots of these words when our modern implications of them started taking hold. Um, So, like, what we mean by science is a lot different than what people, what science meant 2,000 years ago. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, And they're actually pretty recent notions. So, if that's something that interests you guys, I would highly, highly recommend it. It's called The Territories of Science and Religion. Um, It's a great book. That's awesome. So, our hashtag content section uh, is going to be over for this week, Um, but we've got some Q and R coming up, so let's uh let's hop right into that. Let's go. We gotta make like a jingle. That'd be cool. Like Q (laughs) and R. If if anybody's musical, (laughs) like yeah, come on, please make one because it's not
0: us. (laughs) Metro Boomin, I know you're listening
1: and you want to make us a beat, but Mr. Mr. Jeezy. Yeah, everyone. Oh, uh, hey, wait, quick, right before we do this, who's your favorite rapper? yadi Oh goodness
0: what oh i'm also go ahead well, tell me yours i want to hear this no
1: no oh, obviously am like kanye kanye mm-hmm. and gambino are probably my top two <laughs> interesting, interesting. no i just like I had, a, I had a heated conversation uh with some people who are like big uzi fans and i just mm-hmm. i think uzi stinks so well have you listened to 2016 uzi
0: <laughs> no <laughs> you got to we'll, we'll move away this is off okay. camera all right, all right,
1: all right. Q and a
0: Q&A, and Q&R, there we go. All right, first question. Is it okay to th- feel guilt from sin? You want to hit that first?
1: Um, sure. It, all right. I think there's like a, a, a distinction that has to be made. Um, guilt and conviction are two different things. So you ought to feel convicted of your sins after committing it, but you should not feel guilty. Uh, and like the, the difference is this guilt is when you sin and like the devil is telling you, like, that is who you are. Like you are that person who messed up. Like you're not any better than that. That's your nature. Um, which we know is not true. Right. But conviction is when you can, like you've sinned, um, uh, and like the spirit is prompting you and saying like, you're better than this. Like you're not, you're not meant to live in this. Um, so I think that like distinction needs to be made because like if you're pursuing the Lord, your conscience obviously is going to be attuned to the Spirit, and so you will feel something after sinning. Um, so definitely don't ignore that sin. Uh, but absolutely, you're not supposed to feel guilty from sin, but you ought to be convicted. What What do you no, think?
0: That's awesome. I mean, I agree completely with that. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna add on a little. <clears throat> like you're going to feel like shameful and guilty after, but God has given us this freedom and mm-hmm. he wants us to walk in that freedom. And it's going to be hard. And there's going to be times where you don't, and you go back and you mess up, you sin, and then you walk in that guilt and that shame. But like mm-hmm. what God ultimately has for us is to walk in that freedom. So if we can learn mm-hmm. how to walk in freedom, when, we're, like, once we have sinned mm-hmm. and even when we haven't sinned, that's that's ultimately gonna change our life and our outlook on life.
1: Right. I have a I know we don't have this one written down, but like I had an interesting thought. Um does like continuing to sin when you know it's wrong, does that jeopardize your salvation? Like I, I really don't know the answer to that. And so I figured I would ask you on the podcast. Interesting.
0: <laughs> um I know we talked uh, about salvation on our last Q and R. Um mm-hmm. I think it goes back to what you were saying about conviction and like, if you sin and you're like not wanting to change, Mm -hmm. then as we said before, then you didn't have like salvation. You were never saved because you never had, you were never all in with that. And Mm -hmm. to, in order to be saved, you have to truly believe in your heart that like he is Lord and you want this relationship with him. But if you say that, and then you, send and send, send send and like mm. don't want to get on that right track
1: mm-hmm. like
0: there's room for error because god is so gracious and merciful mm-hmm. but if you're not like trying to get on that track
1: mm-hmm.
0: then i think you don't have that relationship and that salvation does that make right. sense
1: yeah it's almost like a like a well uh, a level of willful disobedience is strange Mm -hmm. because like there's this weird dichotomy uh with faith in jesus because like you read some verses and it's like oh we could do nothing like we do nothing to earn our salvation like it's solely from god uh and then like you'll read two verses down and it's like be holy as i am holy and so it's like Mm -hmm. oh my god i don't know like i don't know what i'm supposed to do um but yeah you i think you said it well like it really is the the biblical um like progression for our faith is first grace, then faith, then works. Like first God offers grace to us, then like we grow in our faith and then our works follow that. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, you can't put the the cart before the horse right there. You can't like work your way to salvation. But once you've obtained grace and once you're exhibiting faith in Jesus, obviously you're going to bear certain fruit in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good all right next question like this is a very hard one uh what do you think heaven is going to be like um
0: i'm gonna all right so this is a q and r i understand that like we are meant to give our takes i'm just mm-hmm. gonna let everyone know this i'm not i don't know what heaven's gonna look like mm-hmm. because when i'm not there uh not able to comprehend what all god has uh, you mean the roads aren't going to be gold? I mean, the roads may be gold, <laughs> but
1: <just>
0: <laughs> uh, my encouragement for you is to go read Revelation mm. and to make your own observation on what you think it's going to look like. Because I don't want to sit here and give you my response mm-hmm. and you believe what I think heaven's going to look like. Mm. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that's... That totally makes sense i think that um like we have this strange uh image of heaven where it's like we think it's like clouds and like angel babies with harps and stuff it's like Mm -hmm. i don't really know where that's on in scripture uh i don't think it is um but i i would just say that heaven's going to be so much better than anything we could ever conceptualize or imagine um And also interesting note that like most people don't talk about is that scripture makes it clear that there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Like Mm -hmm. God will remake the earth, um, which is a pretty interesting, interesting fact. Also one more little sidebar. Like we're going to be greeted by a Jewish Jesus in heaven. Did you know that? Yeah. that's. I I don't know what like people think Jesus looks like, But I'm going to tell you, like, he will be Jewish and he will still, (laughs) like, be who he was on earth. He's, Mm -hmm. like, when he, when Jesus came down to earth, like, he is permanently uh, incarnated in that form. So, Mm -hmm. food for thought. Mm -hmm. But absolutely, like you said, there's, like, people who have devoted their entire lives to studying heaven. Um, So, (laughs) go consult some outside sources there.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I'll give you this piece of advice. Um, When you're reading the book of Revelations, don't take everything as like it's going to happen because it's metaphorically written. Um, If you see something written three times, that means it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's written as encouragement of what to strive for in our life is for this end goal of eternal life in heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would encourage you all to if you're struggling with this question or just this thought of what heaven's going to look like to go and read and form your thought and opinion
1: mm-hmm. yeah no that's awesome um all right this isn't necessarily a question um but i i know we hit it on it uh in the first episode we talked a little bit about the Dynamic and the dichotomy between uh, science and religion, and Christianity and religion. Um, so I just want to flesh that out uh, a little bit more. So, do you have any like convictions on this call? Any thoughts?
0: Um, I haven't necessarily looked at how science and religion are tied in. Uh, mm-hmm. I was told recently to go watch this video by Hugh Ross, and it's called "Cosmic Reasons to Believe in Jesus." Mm -hmm. i haven't watched all of it i've watched a little bit um i believe 40 minutes in he like references all the verses he used to back his statements Mm -hmm. so if you want to learn more about that i would recommend going going to check that out Mm -hmm.
1: what about you um this is like something that i really enjoy talking about um not that i'm like a a pro whatsoever because i'm not but I am, I am in a, uh, a 4,000 level class on this subject mm. in college. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I'm just st- struggling in the 4,000 level class, but I am in it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I guess like a, like a more pointed question, Cole, is like, do you think that uh, creationism and evolution can coexist? I know that's a super loaded question, um, but do you have any like, current thoughts on that? To be honest, I don't. Mm. What do you think? I want to hear your <laughs> thoughts. Um, yeah. So first off, this is like, I'm, I'm not like married to any idea. Like this is like not the hill I would die on whatsoever. Um, so if somebody were to correct me and like say, hey, this is right. Uh, and have biblical evidence for it. I would 100% change my mind. Um, but like my line of thinking right now, um, is that like, I have, uh, I don't think there's any reason, um, to deny it. Like I, I understand like Genesis one through 11, sorry. Also, before we get into this in episode one, uh, we were talking about Genesis being read allegorically. Um, uh, I should have clarified when I mean that, I mean, Genesis one through 11 specifically, not like the latter chapters in it, so Imae culpa. I apologize. Genesis one through eleven specifically. Um, but like my thoughts on this particular issue is, like, I don't, I don't see why God couldn't have used uh, evolution as the mechanism to create humans, right, or to create life. Um, I don't necessarily like think that he just had to be like, oh, boom, there we are. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a Cole Henderson, like. I absolutely think it's possible and rational that God could have used mechanisms to create life on earth. There's a really cool quote where it's um, science tells you how the heavens go, not how to go to heaven. And so everything like this that we're talking about um, is a minor issue, but like your enjoyment and your focus on science shouldn't terminate on itself. It should be something that points you towards the creator. and something that encourages you to learn more about him um because all truth is god's truth and so if something <laughs> is factually true that means that our god is made it in that way and that means it's like it ought to strengthen our faith mm. does, like do you have any thoughts on that does that make sense no that makes total sense i think that's uh
0: i think that's great wisdom that you're sharing with us
1: yeah and i recommended the book earlier the territories of science and religion um but it's it's really really interesting because whenever um christians now talk about reading passages allegorically or metaphorically it almost seems like something that we're doing ad hoc because science has disproven scripture right where it's like okay like obviously now you say you believe in evolution because science has made it true but that's not necessarily the case uh up until really the protestant reformation um with john calvin specifically and martin luther specifically um scripture was read allegorically a lot of it was not all of it obviously but like this dates back to like origin of alexandria in the first century um that people were reading scripture allegorically um and so really like medieval christianity and medi- like medieval scholastics um looked as look at looked at nature uh as something that strengthened their faith and something that pointed them towards god um so i would just encourage anybody listening to this like there's nothing in nature that is going to uh explain away the necessity or the existence of god um and everything's you know points towards him like one of my favorite verses right now uh is psalms 8 3 and 8 4 and it's when i consider the work of your or when i consider your heavens the work of your fingers the moon and the stars which you have set in place what is mankind that you're mindful of them human beings that you care for them and so like adopting that perspective and just saying looking out at nature like oh my gosh how good is our god that he like has made the cosmos that like he possibly could have been like the originator or like the divine uh actor in making the big bang like our god is so big um so no like new scientific theory should disprove like the existence of our god does that does that all make sense
0: no that's that's perfect i think that like wisdom i know you're super educated on this and not to like be like you say everything right but i know you think a lot about this i don't personally um but i think it'd be cool we don't have time for it now but to make a whole episode out of that one day yeah. but i appreciate your thoughts and wisdom so yeah thank you for that
1: absolutely you all right you got the i'll ask you the last question ready um and also this question is like a very loaded heavy question um, so anything we like say is like, not a prescription for you. Uh, we don't know your exact situation and I, we would never act like we do. Um, but this question is, if someone is struggling with anxiety, what is the right way to address that? And so I think by that, I think they're saying like, is this just something that like ought to be uh, remedied with prayer or are counselors? Okay. Or is medication? Okay. Um, do you have any thoughts on that?
0: i think uh i feel like people are quick to count off medicine and counselors and be like jesus heals all he's going to heal you yes he does but sometimes god's going to use that healing through medicine and through other people as counselors um mm-hmm. so if you're really struggling with anxiety um i've been there personally i would recommend to talk to a counselor get their professional advice um see if they can help you identify and walk through what you're struggling with, mm-hmm. um, and if they recommend to go on medicine, then I would say go for it. Go on medicine. God doesn't want us to not take medicine because, mm-hmm. as I said, He His healing is used through medicine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but through all of that, if you decide to go through a counselor, get medicine, like don't stop praying. Like yeah. stay faithful in that because if you go to your counselor, go and get medicine, but you count off God, that's what he wants us not to do. He wants us to take those steps, but
1: with him, Mm. what do you think? No, I think like, I absolutely second everything you said. Um, And this is like such a hard question, especially in our generation where like mental illness is so, so prevalent. Like so many people are struggling with anxiety and depression and, social media contributes a lot to that if you want to learn more about that you should read the ruthless elimination of hurry um but i don't know it's a it's a crazy hard thing and so i i just think the issue is like a lot of times if somebody is struggling with depression um like uh, not to just crap on christians but a lot of christians will just be like okay man like hey why don't you just you know be joyful Like be joyful and rejoice. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, like I'll pray for you, brother. Just be a little bit happier. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's like, that's not the issue whatsoever. Like the prayers are greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, Like scripture says the prayers of a righteous man are powerful. And so like, I'm not in like in any way, uh, intentionally diminishing the power of prayers. Um, But I do think that like more nuance is required for the issue because a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety um, are like chemical imbalances in the brain, mm-hmm. and so it's not just like joy is not a not a choice in those situations, right? Like if somebody's clinically depressed, they can't wake up and make themselves be joyful, and so absolutely they ought to continue to pray, um, but maybe the answer to that prayer, like you said, is found in a counselor, or the answer to that prayer is found in medication. Um, that legitimately helps them. Or who knows, like maybe God will um, divinely intervene. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's it's certainly an issue that shouldn't be either prayer or medication or either prayer or counseling. Um, it should be both and. Because like we mentioned in the last question, all truth is God's truth. Um, so anything that is helpful to you in remedying this um, is something that I, I, mean, I believe that God would certainly support.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. And Like, if you are, like, walking through this, like, tell your friends. Tell Mm -hmm. these people in your life. Don't just go straight to a counselor and only tell the counselor. Like, you don't have to tell all your friends. Tell that one person. Tell those two Mm -hmm. people. Because, like, they're going to want to be there for you. Even if Mm -hmm. they don't have the answers, like, they're going to want to just be there so that you can, like, express this feeling. Right. And maybe they do have some advice. Maybe they, they are walking through it with you. You can walk through this together if you're both struggling
1: um yeah absolutely that's a great point mm-hmm. all right so that's gonna wrap up our q and r section um so i know obviously it's been on everybody's minds um in the in the first podcast we talked about our goals for the year uh and so cole will you uh, you want to remind the people what your goal was
0: yes uh my goal was to get a meal with someone new or someone like fairly new that I don't know too well. Um mm-hmm. so I'm one for one this month. Let's okay go. let's go. Let's and go.
1: We cross that one out. Um Is that I mean, how was that conversation? Was it was it great? No, it was great.
0: I, I think it went very well. I mean I'm not gonna speak for the other person. I think this went well
1: for them as <laughs> they'll be our next guest on here. They can share
0: <laughs> Yeah for sure. Yeah. But it went well. I'm glad that like I've challenged myself to do that. Mm. What about you? Let's go.
1: Hey, wait, was it in a Sanford dining hall or did you guys? It was not
0: in a Sanford dining hall. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: The people are going to hate to hear that. You really let them down there.
0: Hey, I'll get them in February. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. So my goal that I set on here was that I wanted to read two books a month. Um, so, like I said earlier, I did finish *Goliath Must Fall*. Good book, Really recommend it. Um, I'm, I guess I am a little bit behind. I am almost finished with *The Territories of Science and Religion*. Close to being done. Um, well, here's like, here's where the problem came up. I decided that I was going to like read a like a Christian book or an informative book, and then like I'll read a fiction book for pleasure, like just for mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm also reading a Star Wars book right now. <laughs> <laughs> called called thron alliances we bought it at barnes and noble do you remember that
0: oh you should oh okay okay
1: <laughs> yeah it was the book we bought then um so i'm like hopefully almost done with that but uh, if anybody's big star wars fans i would i would highly recommend checking out the uh the thron trilogy by timothy zahn it's really good it's really really good um did you wait did you add any goals any new goals um, I added
0: like a goal uh of to not listen to explicit rap music. So that's, <laughs> that's gonna a good be one. the new goal for twenty twenty one. No more Lil Yachty, but it's was, gonna be a good goal. <laughs> I
1: was gonna say obviously you don't like Yachty that much. I I
0: mean I love Jesus more than I love Lil Yachty. So this Jesus, is what Jesus King. has in store. True.
1: You know what I'm true.
0: Saying. True. If I it might just have to get back on that way if then
1: <laughs> if you could like if you're really going through like some relapses, and you just oh, need God. your rap, if you need your rap fix, like hit up some Jesus King. I guess the, the oh, album kind of kind of stinks, but like it's Kanye, so I'll listen to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you? You had any more goals?
1: Yeah, I I did the hundred movies this year goal is going strong. Nice. I just I realized that like ninety nine percent of the time, whenever I watched a movie, it was like. <laughs> It was either Star Wars or it was like a Marvel movie or it, I don't know. It was just, oh, yeah. it was something like that. And so <laughs> not what you would really consider to be like brilliant works of art. <laughs> and So <laughs> my, uh, my cinema literacy was low. Uh, so I decided to set this goal and I've, I've watched four movies so far. Um, tonight I've got to watch a movie. Do you have any recommendations?
0: Um, uh, hmm. Have you ever seen Indiana Jones?
1: Yeah, obviously I've seen Indiana okay. Jones. What do, you, what do you mean? But no, that is a great movie. It is a great movie.
0: Have you watched Patriots Day?
1: No. That's a good one. Should I put should I put that on the list?
0: 100%.
1: Okay, let's go. Also,
0: do you have Letterboxd? The, like, movie no. app?
1: Oh, no, no. We can become I've friends. Been, I've just been, like, adding a lot of my notes, see?
0: Oh. No, this one is, like, a... It's, like, an app, and you, like say i just watched this movie i'm rating it five stars and then you leave like a review you can see that's what sick. i watch so
1: that's sick just a my yeah my weird. highest rated movie i've watched so far uh what oh wait a minute what was it It was parasite i said parasite mm. i gave it was it was an 8.7 out of 10 if you wow can, yeah it was it was so sick dude if you can get past like the the subtitles because the whole thing's in korean uh it's it's a great film but yeah i oh, think well, uh we
0: watched inception
1: I have seen Inception. Yeah. Have you watched Shrek? <laughs> oh, Now that you mentioned that, I don't think I have. Oh, my god! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just, oh, okay. Kidding. okay Dude, say. I've seen Shrek the musical. Obviously, I've seen the movie. Oh, that's oh. right. That's right. Oh I think uh, I think tonight I'm going to try to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was the movie that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's got Leonardo DiCaprio in it. So it's going to be a must watch. I think so. Got it. Yeah, so course. obviously I'll I'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> and if you have any movie recommendations, please send them my way because my list has ample room on it still. So we're gonna we're gonna conclude the pod at that this week. Uh a little more lighthearted, but any any parting thoughts, Cole? Oh no, I mean I'm just
0: glad to keep doing this. Of course, go follow us on Spotify. Subscribe that's on Apple Podcasts. Read us five stars. Leave us a good review. That's um, right. Give us some feedback, too. Our DMs are always
1: open, guys. Go follow us on that's Instagram. Right. Um, also, we didn't talk about it, but our first giveaway, shout out to, yes. Mr. Shout out to Mr. Cole Kennerly.
0: Mr. Cole Kennerly, my man. It's not go me, at, I promise. Gwinnett
1: Church's own. Gwinnett Church's own Cole <laughs> Kennerly. He's running the a, show around there. A crucial part of Forever Free. Oh yeah,
0: He's a big part of everything.
1: That's right. As there's, so there's
0: going to be more giveaways too. So if you missed out on this one,
1: just wait. That's right. So yeah, thanks to everybody who entered that. Um, Cole, your your gift card's on the way, man, Mister Kennedy. Yeah. Um, like Cole said, if anybody has any thoughts or comments or uh, disagree with anything we said today, absolutely, we like we'd love to discuss and talk more about it. Um and really like thanks for listening like cole said um like do follow us on spotify apple podcast and now that like we have podcasts i can say it like leaving a review and like a rating really does help (laughs) like that's that's not it's not a joke it really does like boost the the platform a little bit so if you have a second that would be uh really mean a lot so thanks thanks for listening guys and uh We're gonna head out. Cheers. See ya.